following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. It is April 20th, 2019. You want to be entertained? Go to the alien shows first. If you can't be entertained there, then come back to us and listen to us. We're kind of entertaining, but we might be able to teach you something. This is uh, Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Uh, I'm with Todd Kunin to my left, Denise Dirks to my right, and our producer's Cal Hunter. And I know that sounds very matter-of-fact, the way I'm talking, but I want you guys to always remember one important thing, and that is we're talking about general topics of law. General topics of law. These general topics of law mean that you cannot listen to us, go to the local judge and say, according to Radio Law Talk. You'll get your butt kicked. And if you get your butt kicked, then you realize that this this disclaimer is found on www.radiolawtalk.com. Do not read disclaimer while driving. <laughs> <laughs> or operating heavy machinery as but it will put you to sleep. You can do it while you're going to sleep at night. Lay down, put your head on your pillow, and read disclaimers at www.radiolawtalk.com. Disclaimers by Radio Law Talk work better than a bottle of vodka and Dramamine. But, <laughs> but, guess what? If you want to tell your parents, your in-laws, your aunts, your uncles, or grandma or grandpa at the table during Thanksgiving, during Christmas, during Hanukkah, about Radio Law Talk, when they try to quote something to you, instead of saying, you, they say, you have permission from us to say, according to Radio Law Talk. That's is right. this real life? You bet your bottom dollar it is. We'd like to welcome someone, Todd. That's right. We'd like to welcome in Catanning, Pennsylvania, WTYM, found on both AM and FM stations. That's 1380 AM and 107.3 FM. Welcome to the Radio Law Talk family. Happy to have you here. And uh, put on your seatbelt. We're going for a ride down Law Talk land. WTYM. Like time. That is really clever call letters. Say it again. W-T-Y-M. Time. Like time, yeah. right? Yes. W-Time. Yeah. Yeah. So W-T-Y-M. Time. Yeah, and then they'd say the time. That's, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, really that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. We're going to talk about Johnny Depp. We're going to talk about the t- torture parents. And Robert Kraft, by the way, has just scored a victory, <laughs> a preliminary victory. I don't know how to use the term score. I think it's a cover-up. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Oh, let's, just, gonna... <laughs> let's just say the court protected us from the Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, some things you just don't want to see. <laughs> and no, they didn't yeah. protect just from his elbows. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that one. Oh, oh never Macaroni mind. cheese that's macaroni elbows. Oh, that was a smart that's one. That's the kind of noodle. It was way over my head. Yeah. That's what they call a way homer. Yeah. You don't get the joke till you're on your way home. Yeah. You're like, oh, I oh, get it now. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. That was a good one, Denise. Or you can call Denise at 855-LAW-RADIO and introduce yourself to her. But we're going to do case can or no case. Can we stop now? Yes, we can stop. So what we're going to do is we're going to do case or no case. Those of you who do not know what case or no case is, it's a 
wonderful fun game that we play where Cal tries to stump the panel. That's the three of us, uh, uh, illustrious lawyers, Denise Dirks, who's a family law attorney. I am a personal injury lawyer. And then we've got Todd Kuhn, his uh, um, a former district attorney in Tennessee and in um, California and has now got his own practice. We generally talk about that. We're heard all over the country and stations all over the place. That's why we have to say with our disclaimer, seek local counsel. Last week we had a great question from Texas and our local Texas lawyer, uh, Chip uh, Evans, called in and answered the question Generally speaking, he didn't give legal advice because we don't give legal advice here. But anyway, but those of you that, that do need an attorney, we do on www.readylawtalk.com have a list of attorneys in, in I think it's like 48 different states or something yeah, close yeah. to that. And we we can't we have to say we can't you know claim we guarantee them, but they're there if you want. But there's there's a lot of attorneys you can go to. It gives you a place to start. There you go. And so Cal, uh, let, let's just get rolling on the most important thing that we do here, which is case or no case. Let's just get going. Now now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! I like that part. Favorite part. All right. Well, now I'm going to take you to the great golden state of California. The year was 2009. Evelyn and Carmine Basiglio went from York, Pennsylvania to California on vacation to see the sights, maybe see if they could see some stars. Then they went to the beach in Los Angeles County, having themselves a fun time. They got out their three kids, their Frisbee and a football. They started tossing them around, and the lifeguard came up on them. As they say in New Jersey, hey, it came up on me there, you know, like that. Then lifeguard came up on them and said, eh, stop. Stop with the Frisbees. Stop with the football. You don't have my permission. Carmine said, I got your permission right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and continued to throw the Frisbee with his 14-year-old son, Joey. The lifeguard issued them a citation. Basiglio decided this was not right and sought legal counsel. And so I ask you, and Mr. Penny, you get to go first this time. Case or no case? Easy. I'm going to make this thing short and quick. Obviously, on the beach, there are issues with throwing footballs and throwing frisbees due to the fact that people can be harmed if you throw them. There are rules on the beach. The government has ultimate control over those beaches, and the lifeguards are there to make sure those rules are followed. There are rules about throwing frisbees and throwing footballs on the beach and different beaches within California. Therefore, that is the case, and the person that threw the frisbee and the ball was held at fault with the citation and probably had to pay. And Mr. Cogliero, Cogliero, Basiglio. Okay, close enough. Um, <laughs> was at fault and realized you come to California, you don't throw a Frisbee. Next. On the beach. Next. On the beach. Next. Uh, okay, who wants to go next? Denise or Todd? I'll give you a voluntary option. Okay, oh, Denise is at the go I ahead. get to go last this time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You do. Okay, okay I'll go. I'll go. What I want to know is did the, did the lifeguard run up to the Basiglio's in slow motion, a la David Hasselhoff <laughs> had, and Pam. Had a red, oh, uh, red bathing suit. A red, suit, red, red bathing that, yeah. suit, yeah, yeah, you know, right. with the song. I'll be there. With you those little the foam things, you know, those yes, little foam uh, yes, colors. You know, uh, floating, we're just yeah. throwing the frisbee. I know, but I'm giving you mouth to mouth anyway. Uh, uh, clear. Um, <laughs> while I, someone's dying out yeah, there yes, drowning. Yes, yes, <laughs> while someone's out there drowning, you know. Um, I... <laughs> Sorry, I just had a weird image of Pam Anderson come into my head, which happens often. Uh, I am going to agree with Fred. Um, (laughs) Pam Anderson of now or back then? Well, yeah, pick him. So... uh, (laughs) I am going to agree with Fred. I think that the... uh, I think that the... uh, 
lifeguards, I believe they may even be post-certified for law enforcement on the beach and stuff. They have the ability to, they're in charge of the beach, and uh, what they say goes, as long as it's within the bounds of the law, I don't believe that didn't sound like he exceeded his authority, issued a citation, and Mr. Basiglio is out of luck. Case, Basiglio loses. Hmm. All right. Now, uh, let's see, Denise. We have uh, one minute left, well, a minute and a half left, so I'd like to hear your thinking on this matter. Well, I was thinking exactly the opposite of what um, Todd said, is that the lifeguards are not part of the security or part of uh, – they have no reason to issue citations on a public beach. They did on Baywatch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the only person in the world that didn't watch Baywatch. <laughs> I did. I mean, Jason Chochaki and uh, David Hasselhoff, Pam Anderson, Carmen Electra. How could you not watch such quality television? Boy, that's a lot of information right there. About it. <laughs> I was too busy watching Dallas. <laughs> uh, ooh, that takes you back. Way back. What do you think? I'm going to say that it's um, a case and Bislio wins. Why? Strategery. Strategery. Oh, nice. Strategery means nice. she's trying to read. This is not just about the law and opining about it. It's about reading Cal through the glass and trying to figure out if he's tricking us because he has a lot of trickery. If you want to join us or call us about case or no case, tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. We'll be right back. Stick around. The answer to case or no case is coming right up, and so is much more of Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When 
when you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So, in California, on the beach, when you're throwing a Frisbee or a football, and a lifeguard comes and says, don't do that, do you listen to him or her? Or if not, do you receive a citation? That is the case, or no case, that Cal has presented to the illustrious panel here. And all of us had said it is a case. And we all said the winner is, what did you say? Kim? Well, I actually said that um, Bistilio. Bisiglio. Bisiglio. Yeah. Carmine Bisiglio. Wins or loses? Wins. Wins. I say he loses. And I say he loses. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Well, that's interesting. Oh, no. Uh, the whole thing oh. is just really fascinating to me because... I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing is really fascinating to me because... I made it up. Oh, man. Oh, we got hit hard. Oh, he tricked us. Based on a real ordinance, though, up until 2012, up until 2012, it was illegal to throw a Frisbee or a football on a beach in L.A. County. That had been an ordinance for 40 years, but no one had ever gotten a citation. But publicity came out about it. And then the L.A. County Board of Supervisors all of a sudden started hearing from people all across the country, well, those wacky idiots in California, you can't even play football on the beach. And so they, in 2012, took that ordinance off the books. But I thought, see, I did it 2009. I wanted to make sure that it was premisable anyway. But, yes, that was, and nobody ever got a ticket. Just the lifeguard would say, hey, for your safety, you can't do that. That's but nice. now you may play football on the beach. You may play Frisbee on the beach. But if you fail to register as a foreign agent, dang it. Sorry. Oh, no. and, is, that, is that only for public beaches, or was that for all the public beaches, beaches in LA County? Okay. That I, about okay. where, and by the way, you may run down the beach in a very nice, form-fitting red bathing suit. Apparently, and if you can do that in slow motion, that's even oh, better. You get big money for doing that. Well, <laughs> so you can hurt somebody's neck that way. Yeah, but, all right, and that, uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is case. Or no case. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Cal. <laughs> you don't sound sincere, Fred. Uh, nobody gets for point, you. No <laughs> points for us. That's a good. <laughs> What's the one that says boys are weird? Don't you have something that says girls are weird? I, no. I, I have. I have. Boys are weird. I have that. Uh, what else yeah. do you have? Uh, oh, that's down. Todd has kitty. Yeah. What does Todd cat say? <laughs> you pay my fee. I'll take your cake. Todd's cat says, "Hey, back off, buddy." Oh. <laughs> oh come on. Talk about oh come on, Johnny Depp's lawyer. I'm telling you, as I was being interviewed, I said this before on a radio show. They talked to me for about a half hour. Denise, you heard the the show talking about radio law talk, kind of what I do, and 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 the first thing that well, not the first, but one of the first things they asked is, tell us about some things on Radio Law Talk, some some issues that you that are always coming up and you talk about. Well, obviously there's Weinstein. You can always talk about that. But I said Johnny Depp is always in the news, it seems like, for lawsuits. Johnny Depp right now has got a number of lawsuits going against people, and people are back against him. And, it, and those of you who have been living under a rock, he is actually suing his lawyers at one time. 
uh, his lawyers, his management group. He is now suing his ex-wife for defamation for fifty million, thirty or fifty, fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and by the way, uh, he is not supposedly being cast on the new. Um, show by Disney of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, supposedly... Actually, no, he was released from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. The one that he was supposed to be in is... it's truncated. It's called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And I believe that's like a kind of a Harry Potter-ish type spin It is. It's from the same author yes. as Harry Potter. And, and so it's questionable, given the allegations that have come out, whether or not they want him to be at the helm of this franchise going forward, given all the allegations that are popping up uh, about His wife it. is alleging yeah. that he what, uh, sexually abused? He, or, or, he, he said or she what? was physically abused. No, he was domestic violence. Abused. Domestic yeah. violence. Okay, so we don't so want... She, and again, she, this is the background facts. It's she allegations. Alleged yeah, she alleged, yes, exactly. She alleged that he uh, um, was domestically violent and hurt her and injured her badly. And then they, she filed a restraining order request, and then he ultimately paid and settled with her. And she took the money that he paid her and gave it to a charity for women of, uh, you know, that have escaped domestic violence. And then she came out after the divorce was final, and she started talking about him specifically related to domestic violence or her her life specifically related to domestic violence, and it's totally understood to be um, Johnny Depp she's referring to. And she also released a video of some kind of thing happening with him tearing up a closet or some such thing like that that she said simply proved her contentions about him having right. a, a temper. So now so, he... So now he has sued her for defamation for $50 million, and he has also been involved in a lawsuit against his former representative attorney. Um, and lots come out of that. We've talked about all those aspects, but now it's coming up that he is saying his attorney was negligent in giving him advice to settle with her because now it looks like he did the things that um, he they did. And I would say it sounds to me like... Um, they didn't probably get the right confidentiality information or they didn't have the right um, non-disclosure agreement portion or something was wrong. Yeah, the main issue here is that we're going to talk about very briefly is it's these cases are all going on. There's multiple cases. By the way, when he sued his management team saying they improperly took care of his money and finances, the amount of money that, that kind of came out, what he was spending it on, was crazy. 300000 a year just on wine is what he was spending. And their argument is, no, you're not broke or going broke because of us. It's because of your spending habits. But what's going on in this that's so interesting is now depositions are starting. Those of you don't, most of you understand, it's, it's taking people's, you know, under oath, they're taking depositions and they're going to say stuff. And so here's the list that we'll talk about in a few minutes about whose depositions are going to be taken. I mean, that's going to be Johnny Depp's uh, nickname going forward. Is we're going to start calling it Johnny Depp Ozition because I mean, the people that he wants to he, he wants depositions from bodyguards, from attorneys. He wants depositions. I believe he wants depositions from Amber Heard. No, we're going to. There's a list. Yeah. A it's not list. just from Johnny. It's from the attorney Bloom. So Bloom is asking for the multiple depositions in their defense of Johnny's suit. Yeah, there's a couple of interesting people that their depositions are coming up that we're going to talk about when we come back. We'll be right back and finish up with Johnny Depp and then talk about a few other fun things, including Mr. Kraft. 
This is Radio Law Talk, and you're listening on your favorite radio station and on radiolawtalk.com, and we'll continue momentarily. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. lettyandcompany.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion, You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So we're talking about this uh, lawsuit with J- that Johnny Depp has going. There's lawsuits back and forth. One of uh, Amber Heard was his former uh, spouse for a very short period of time. And her boyfriend was Elon Musk. And they have actually subpoena him, uh, to, subpoenaed him to be deposed uh, among other people, including uh, Miss Heard's uh, sister, Whitney, uh, former neighbors, uh, singer and litigator attorney Glasser, uh, divorce specialist lawyer Laura, uh, divorce specialist Laura Wasser, all types of just the who's who. Some some Warner Brothers people from Warner Brothers are being deposed, but there's all kinds of things going on here. Yeah, I mean one of the one of the things that Miss Heard has alleged is that you know she was up for the role in the Aquaman movie that came out uh, not too long ago, and obviously she was not in that movie and. And she has alleged that Johnny Depp lobbied movie executives to keep her from 
from being in that movie. And, you know, look, if that's true, then that's obviously, you know, her defamation. If he was saying something that was untrue about her to get her to not be in the movie. And, you know, I'm looking at the list of people that were subpoenaed. And, well, okay, so if she is dating Elon Musk and Denise, we know that a dating relationship does not create a privilege, spousal privilege. So if she's dating Elon Musk and she happens to say things like, maybe the reason I didn't get it was because I didn't pass the audition process or, or something other than Johnny Depp, well, then those statements would come in on Depp's part to for Depp to say, no, you didn't get the role because of something else. It had nothing to do with me. So that could be why he is being subpoenaed uh, to testify. Or it could be something that maybe after incident with Johnny Depp, she consoled with Elon Musk, her former boyfriend, or maybe she she married Depp. We don't know, but it's Bloom. It's 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 Johnny Depp's former attorney mm-hmm. who is calling them as witnesses in this case. Wait, here's one of the things that's really happening. Not the, witnesses, but deposing them. Deposing them. This is one of the effects of all of this. So, um, you know, we, we've got this franchise. I mean, clearly we know that Johnny Depp was in the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, franchise and made buku bucks doing that, right? So he's made a lot, and he's still making money off of that through the residuals. But then you've got this new franchise, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and, and he was proposed by Disney to be at the helm of that franchise, okay? And now Disney's rethinking whether or not to put him in that position because of information that's coming up about his past and his treatment of Amber Heard and all that. And where is this information coming up? It's largely coming up in court filings and in depositions and allegations that are made. And I see Bloom as the attorney basically saying, the longer this litigation goes on without settling, the more stuff like this is going to come out. And the more stuff like this is going to come out, the more you're going to be cost movie roles because people are going to get these things and stuff. And, And quite frankly, Mr. Depp, it's in your best interest to just settle and put an end to this and move on so that this information doesn't come to light that will continue to haunt your movie career. Right, and so when Johnny initially uh, filed the lawsuit against Bloom, uh, Bloom countersued against Johnny Depp. The suit against Bloom, you have to know, Bloom has already lost. He, he had a contingency verbal fee agreement, attorney fee agreement, with Johnny Depp. And one thing we know in California is you cannot have any kind of agreement that is for more than $1,500, I believe is now, um, and in, in, that's not in writing. You can't enforce a non-written um, contingency fee agreement or any attorney fee agreement that is not in writing if it's in excess of $1,500. And other states have different, you know, there's, there's multiple states that have different rules on that, but you have to look at those rules. But that, that's an issue here in California because this is, Depp had these contracts in California. Exactly. And $30 million is what Bloom received under these contingency verbal agreements. And he now has to, what we would call, um, to say it easily, he has to give back the money. Yes. Um, he has to disgorge is the legal. Um, so I don't remember. They actually, he they held that he had to give the money back? That was a judge's decision on a summary judgment. I don't so remember He that, lost yeah. that. So that's been taken care of, but there are still issues outstanding uh, by Depp against Bloom. One of them is that Depp is claiming that he got bad advice and was, was wrongfully advised in how to handle the 
dissolution of his marriage and, and certain things and actions that occurred in the dissolution of his marriage to Amber Heard. And, and when I go back over the list, I saw on that list that you had read that one of them is a family law specialist. Yeah, that is um, Laura Wasser. Okay. And so... Sorry, but but Bloom, what Bloom said was that he didn't rely on the advice that I gave him. He relied on several other attorneys' advice as well. And so what happens in a malpractice situation, whether it's medical malpractice or attorney malpractice or something like that, is... The court and the standard will usually look to, well, what is the generally accepted practice in the industry among people that are practicing in that industry? And I think that that could be one of the reasons that the family law specialist can come in and and arguably testify to, to say, well... All right, what was the advice that was given that you say was bad? They look at it. What were the circumstances surrounding the advice? That was, you know, and then this, this person is going to opine as to whether or not that was consistent with advice that's given in that or if that was so far out of left field that it was wrongful advice, but that's how they handle malpractice stuff like that. It's not like you can look to the code and say, if you do X, uh, this is either right or it's wrong. They look at the standard of that's being used in the industry in that time. And you not only have to look at the standard, but you have to actually try the underlying case. You know, you have Pretty to basically much. say that if I had done this, this is what it would have happened, or if I had done something other, this is what would have happened. But I did this, and this is what happened. So you really have to try kind of more issues with proving a malpractice action than just the malpractice. And, and that and that's tough because you've heard the phrase hindsight is twenty twenty, and I think that that phrase is often misused. Hindsight isn't always twenty twenty. There's no guarantee that if you went back and did something another way, all you don't all you don't like is the way that it turned out here. But there's no guarantee that if you went back and did it different that the outcome would have been any different. Especially if you get a different judge or a different jury. It can and be completely different. Didn't he just pay Heard $3 million? I mean, it wasn't a whole bunch of money because it was a short-term marriage and he, she didn't really get rights to all these different things because they were married very short. And so he, he paid the cost of defense also. You know, the, you know, just to defend himself in that divorce. The biggest tragedy to me in all of this is there was a television show called Overhauling where somebody goes goes in and they fix up an old car for somebody and they think the car's stolen, they come back and then the car is like this beautiful car. On Motor Trend Network. And Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were on an episode of it where Amber Heard and her father, I think it was a Ford Mustang, had one redone by Chip Foose for Johnny Depp and he came back and, and all I want to know is what happened to that car because it was beautiful. Well, you I'm see sure where my mind he, is. He must still have it. <laughs> yes. Uh, he must stang still yeah, have it. Yeah, he must stang still have yeah. it. Well, who gets it in the divorce as well? I know, I know. So I, I personally think that the um, Kevin Tushahari, or Tushahara, that's the guy Tujihara? from... Yes. I'm yes. so sorry. I'm so bad at those names. But anyway, he was, the, the, um, he was related to the Aquaman. I believe that that's why he's going to be deposed, is because I believe Bloom is going to show that even though... Um, uh, heard said that she was blacklisted by Johnny. She ultimately did co-spar an Aquaman that came out last December. So she ultimately did get part and piece of that. Who's the Tushara? Who is he now? Sujihara is was an executive at Warner Brothers. Yes. Gotcha. 
He's a former chairman. So next, after that, okay, that's the, Johnny Depp is a non-stop thing. We'll be talking about Johnny Depp forever. The next thing we're going to talk about is uh, the judge is blocked, just blocked on Wednesday, the release of Robert Kraft's day spa video. Thank heavens, where the allegations are that he was in there and there's some supposedly explicit uh, videos that may or may not show him in it. The interesting thing about this, uh, uh, the Mr. Kraft, those of you who don't know, he's the owner of the New England Patriots and a very wealthy man. Yep, it's the pants coming down. Um, they, they've, got a, they've got a motion before the court to dismiss it for reasons what's called the sneak peek warrant, sneak peek warrant issue where they went in there and they said there's a bomb threat and they planted all these cameras in there and according to the law in Florida, you it has to be a, basically a serious case to do that. And this wasn't serious enough or a big enough uh, it was a felon type of I didn't even think it's a felony what they've been charged with. It was a yeah. misdemeanor that they were not allowed to do that. And so there's the argument before the judge saying, "Hey." We have to hear this first before you release that. And guess what? The judge said, you're right. We're not going to release any of those videos. Well, the only thing I'm going to say is before we talked about judges don't dismiss cases, prior to trial, judges will toss evidence based upon a suppression motion. And without that evidence, they don't have a case. And that's what's going on. Yeah, we're going to talk about this just very briefly when we come back from the break. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. RadioLawTalk.com has all previous episodes available for your listening to, and we thank you for doing that. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny. Just a final note about the Kraft uh, case going on. Just so you know, some people think, oh, he the, he owns Kraft macaroni and cheese. No, he doesn't. That is not what he does for a living. I believe he's a developer. He was. It, it, he, was. He, was he was a developer, invested very well, mm-hmm. very wisely. Um, yeah. Obviously not very wisely. He didn't invest very wisely. Well, he didn't invest his personal time, but his money he did pretty well with. Oh, okay. But, All uh, right. Well, what happened Friday was a big thing. Uh, we've got the, uh, and I call them the torture parents, uh, pled guilty to uh, a number of counts, and they received 25 years to life. Now, this um, was the couple down in San Bernardino yep. County where they found, was it 13 kids? They have, I believe it was, did they have a total of 19 kids? I know some of them were up to age 29, but I believe there was around 13 of them still living at the house, malnourished, and the 17-year-old broke out of the, 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 the window, and apparently she had two of her sisters and a brother were tied up with chains to a bed, and uh, what happened is she called up and basically said, hey, we're being abused. They show up and they arrest them and they've, they've pled guilty. And actually, the district attorney's office has said, look, we, they decided that they, the victims have endured enough torture and abuse. They didn't want this to go to trial to where they had to testify against their parents. So they, uh, they pled and they got life imprisonment, which... There's an issue there about getting out a little bit early. That is true. But, you know, people need to understand that when the DA's office or when any prosecutor reaches a plea agreement on something that looks just like heinous behavior, just terrible, which is what this is, 
oftentimes it is based in no small part and primarily on making sure that the prosecution of this doesn't exacerbate the pain of the victim. They re, I mean, why put the, the kids had to live through this. Why put them through this again? Because I got news for you. It's not like the child would take the stand and be able to say what they're going to say, and then the defense attorney is going to sit back and say, um, no, we don't have any questions. I have seen in cases as a prosecutor where where the defense comes in, and you are right, they peel the onion. The victim is made to feel like the defendant on the witness stand, and they get grilled. And you know what? I mean, it's the defense attorney doing their job, but if prosecutors can spare that by maybe instead of life without possibility of parole, agreeing to something like 25 years to life with the possibility of parole, then they'll do that. The public oftentimes says, oh my gosh, why'd you give a deal here? Why'd you give a deal there? They have to take into consideration what it will do to the victim. So basically they got life with the possibility of parole, but isn't it true that if you do a plea bargain, supposedly you want to come out with at least a fairly equivalent result to what you would have gotten if you got a conviction, unless you've got a hole in your case and you don't want to reveal that. But isn't that really what a prosecutor ought to be shooting for? Well, it, it, it is kind of, I would say yes and no. Because if what you're doing as a prosecutor is making, an, a, making a deal that you would get as a result of the trial, from the defense standpoint, they're looking at it and going, well, if I take this thing to trial, that's what I'm going to end up with. Why would I agree with it? If that's your offer then do this. You need to make an offer that takes into consideration the possibility you might lose. And if you do that, I need to get something better as a defendant than I'm going to get if I go to trial. And so in this case, parole was the was the, that, was the carrot on the stick. That yeah. could be that could have been very well the yeah. parole, the carrot on the stick. And taking the death penalty off, and the, I think a prosecutor has to also look at protecting the public good, and in this case, protecting the victims from having to testify. Now, right? I don't think anybody died in this. His death penalty no, was never no, it wasn't, it wasn't an option. But it was, no, I thought you could get death penalty for torture. No, you no, you cannot get okay. death penalty. In fact, I think Louisiana a while ago tried to um, passed a law trying to get death penalty for um, sex acts with children under the age of five, whatever. It was terrible, and that was ruled to be unconstitutional. Yeah, well, not only so that, don't, for, do that. don't forget the governor of California put a stay on all executions right. and or the death penalty. And so. you know they're getting out. They're starting starting now to get out. Um, the death row inmates have already been released into the public population. Public population, or I mean... Not mean, public, I mean prison the prison pop. public yes. population, whatever yes. it's called. Prison it's population. called gen pop, general population of the go. prison. Thank you. Yeah, but... Uh, but anyway, but, so, go yeah. ahead, keep going. Well, in, in this case, death penalty was never there, but they did go ahead and, and make an offer that gives them the, I think as uh, Cal or Fred said, the carrot, the, the possibility of at some point in time down the road getting uh, their freedom for parole. But if it's 25 to life, you're going to serve almost all of that 25 years before that's even a possibility. Yeah, you told me 85% of it is Tip, at, at least. Typically on the serious and violent felonies, you do 85% of the time before they even look at that. Um, and that's what they're looking at. Some interesting things, how crazy these people were is they, they basically beat, strangled, and starved their children, except for their toddler daughter. Uh, they, 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 the, the children were forbidden to shower more than once a year. 
and none of them had ever seen the dentist. And this is, uh, but apparently what's just interesting to me, what I don't get is, yet they would go on trips to Disneyland. They'd take the family to Disneyland. They allowed the kids to go outdoors for Halloween, and, and they even had trips to Las Vegas. I, I don't The get fascinating it. part about this, I believe the oldest child said in her victim statement, she said, and, and out of all of this, and my parents still thought they were doing what was best for us. Yeah. She felt that their motivation was that they really thought that somehow they were serving the best interests of the children. They probably had mental health issues, uh, well, the mom uh, and dad, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Clearly. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. is The interesting thing about uh, Judge Muth. Tell us, uh, well, you've talked about the judge, Denise, this judge that faces possible removal from the bench. Uh, apparently, he is looking at pornographic stuff, and we don't want to get in details about this, obviously, because of we have a lot of family shows, uh, a lot of family uh, families that listen to this, but this judge was apparently sitting there, and now he didn't outwardly you know, show his staff what was on his private computer. Let's just say it's inappropriate things that showed a lot of uh, things that the staff should not have seen, but knowing that they walked in the door and looked over his back, to kind of, as they walked in, they couldn't miss it. Let's put it that way. And and he would sit there and review these things and be looking at these inappropriate uh, acts or things going on his computer. And, and so now he's up on disciplinary actions. Yeah, but it's for ethical reasons. It's not a crime right. what he has done. Right. Um, reviewing pornography is not a crime unless they're a protected class of victims or something. Yeah, or children. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah children or, or, you know, other things. So anyway, he, he was viewing this in. He's facing censure. Uh, suspension, fines, or removal from office completely. And it just got heard. Um, he was found um, guilty of five of the eight ethical um, obligations that he, or um, dis, what is it? Disparity. Ethical violations. There yeah. we go. Ethical violations that he was charged with. I mean, the fact is, judicial councils hold members of the judiciary to a higher standard than ordinary individuals. You take the word judge off of him, and you have him as an employer in his office, and he is looking at pornography on his computer, and his subordinates come in, and he's not doing anything to hide it. You're looking at an employment action there for creating a hostile environment working place, and if that is going to be true for an employer, Given the judges hold their subjects to a higher standard, it's going to be even more so for a judge, even though it's not criminal. Okay, and that's what he's looking. We're gonna at. we're gonna follow this uh, case. All right, now what do we have, Cal? Now it's time for quick takes. Uh, quick takes on the cases of the day. Let's start with you, Mr. Cunin. Okay, so I'm gonna call this Mary had a little lamb after dark. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow, and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. In the cab of a Ford F-350 with no chaperone. <laughs> nice case or no case take? Yes. <laughs> All right, my quick take. Ignorance of the law is not bliss and certainly no defense. Ooh. All right. And Mr. Penny, what is your quick take? Mr. Kraft, any state law that has a sneak peek law, be careful about showing up to a massage parlor in a strip mall with flashing red lights. That'll we had a lot trouble. of fun today. That <laughs> might get you in trouble. Thanks.
thanks a million for joining us. I'm Frederick Penny. We got Cal Hunter helping us behind the glass. We have Todd Kunin. We have um, Denise, Denise Dirks. Is that your name? <laughs> thanks again, and welcome to WTYM in Catanning, Pennsylvania, 1380 AM, 107.3 FM. Join us next week. Every Saturday, we're live, 9 to noon Pacific time, or you can hear us live on our website, www.radiolawtalk.com, or you can hear our podcast, because everything has been recorded. You can go back and listen to something, and it'll actually say what the topic is. That's where the evidence is. That's exactly right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your turning us on Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and your favorite radio station. Thank them for carrying the show. We sure do. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.